making his way, and they had travelled the few miles along the coast until they had arrived at Dinar and the Hotel Gandolfi. As they had alighted from their carriage, however, he had been momentarily taken aback when he had seen that nuisance, Ravenscroft, and his new wife departing from the hotel. For a brief moment he had been afraid that the interfering policeman had recognised him, but as he had shuffled his way up the steps of the front entrance and the other carriage had driven away, he had recovered his confidence, knowing that his disguise had served him well. For several days after their arrival they had enjoyed the late autumn sunshine, sitting out on the balcony of the Gandolfi, overlooking the sand and the sea, visiting the town of Dino to admire its steep cobbled streets and gentle river, stopping off for refreshment at cafes in small Breton villages. And all the time he had been careful that they had kept to themselves, shunning the polite after-dinner conversations of their fellow guests, always travelling alone, and above all, making sure that she had no opportunity to read the London papers where she might have learnt of the outrage that had taken place at her former lodgings. Now, however... He had become restless and unsettled. The quiet, unhurried pattern of their existence, which had at first been so welcoming and enlightening, had begun to bore him. Worse still, he had grown tired and embarrassed by the attentions of his young companion, whose pretentious French mannerisms and silly conversation had started to irritate him. And when she had cast glances at one or two of the more eligible male single diners in the hotel dining room, he had known that it would be only a matter of time before she abandoned him for another, perhaps more appealing, prospect, or worse still, would reveal her true identity to some passing stranger. When he had announced that they were about to return to London, she had become annoyed, still believing that he had intended taking her on to Paris. But he had bought off her displeasure with the promise that once they returned to England, he would visit his lawyer to instruct him to draw up his will leaving his entire estate to her, and her alone. "'We are sorry to see you leaving us, Monsieur Constant, Mademoiselle Kelly, and trust that you have enjoyed your stay at the Gandolfi,' said the manager of the hotel on the morning of their departure. "'Yes, thank you,' he had replied, and she had laughed and squeezed his arm. "'We wish you a safe journey, and hope to see you both again some day.' Thank you. I'm sure that we will. They had made their way out of the hotel and down the steps to their waiting carriage. Later that afternoon, as they had boarded the ferry, the sun had already begun setting over the fortress walls of San Malo, bathing the town in a gentle autumnal glow. He had been sure to book a cabin in a quiet part of the boat, and once there he had complained that he was unwell lying on the bed and requesting that his companion read to him, so that they would not have recourse to mix with the other passengers. Presently they had dressed for dinner, and had begun to make their slow way towards the dining room. Suddenly he paused as they were about to climb the steps onto the deck. "'What is the matter?' she asked anxiously, looking into his face. "'I am still feeling unwell, my dear.' Shall we return to the cabin? No, I shall be well in a moment. 
I think if we could go up above for a brief moment or two, I would be much better after some air. I find the close confines of the boat somewhat oppressive, my dear. Taking his arm, they made their way up the steps and out through the door that brought them up onto one of the promenade decks. It is far too windy, she recoiled, drawing her shawl close around her and wishing to return indoors. I am sorry, my dear, to bring you up here. I promise we will not be very long. I feel a little better already. Perhaps we could walk for just a minute or two before we go into dinner, he suggested. She gave him a look of momentary displeasure, then, remembering the reason for their journey, smiled and complied with his request. The couple made their way along the empty, dimly lit deck. He looked out across the wide expanse of sea to where a solitary lamp somewhere in the...